Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Hey, welcome back to the Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. It's so good to have you joining us here in the month of December. I hope that your plans and preparations for Christmas, both personally and for your church, are coming together. I want to remind you of our resources at DeanHawk.com. We have a brand new series that we just finished this fall called Stand Firm. It is a study of First and Second Peter going verse by verse. We both do both topical and uh, and then expository sermons as well. So we hope that you'll check that out. It'll be a great series to launch your new year with. And as always, they are free. And just a reminder, if you have any questions, just email me at dean at rockfamilychurch.com about anything you're facing, going through, challenges, personally, ministry, church-wise. Be glad to help you guys out there in that situation. Today, our focus, as we draw to the end of the year, our focus on today's podcast is on donor appreciation. And churches and nonprofits are unique in comparison to what I would say other small businesses. We're not selling a product, but we're relying upon the free will offerings and donations of our members and our attenders. And so what do you do? How do you value and respect the faithful people who contribute to your church or your organization? One of the first rules that we must remember is this, that what gets appreciated gets repeated. What gets appreciated gets repeated. And some general guidelines in showing your appreciation to members and uh, attenders within your church, just a couple things. Number one, be specific. When you're sending a thank you, verbalizing a thank you, thank you so much for donating to our Heart for the House campaign that's helping us uh, pay off our HVA system or or whatever that is, uh, your building campaign. And then include how they have specifically helped or made a difference. And uh, uh, example one would be that I would say, because of you, we were able to purchase 5,000 bears for our Hugs the Bear Community Outreach Project. And because of you and your donation, you helped us achieve that goal. And then thirdly, point them back to the church vision. Whenever you're thanking them, whenever you're showing value and appreciation, always steer it back to thank you for helping us. Our church vision is impacting everyone with the love of Jesus Christ. Because of you, because of your donation, you're helping us reach our city one person at a time and impacting them with the love of Jesus Christ. And then number four, make it personal. Use their name. Pray for a blessing over them, their job. Refer to them and their kids and, and just make it a personal note. And then just be very clear in stating your appreciation. Example, dear Mike and Karen, just a note to let you know how much I appreciate your heart for God and your generous contribution to our building campaign. Because of your investment into the vision and the mission of this church, your gift will keep on giving for the next 30 years as our new HVAC system keeps us warm in the winter and cool in the summer while leading people to Jesus Christ. I'm so proud to have a winner like you on my team. 
That is just one of hundreds and literally thousands of notes, cards, emails, letters that we send out, that I send out on an annual basis. Now, I know many times we think about appreciating members at the end of the year. I think it needs to be a part of our culture, something that we are doing year round. And now, before we get into ways to show appreciation, I want to talk about several kinds of givers within our churches. And uh, uh, one of the things that we need to know is that a person's level of generosity is a great indicator of their spiritual growth and development. And something that helped me is, is I don't make it a part to regularly look and, and, and search and see who's giving, not giving, and all of that. But one of the things that used to frustrate me the most is when I would see someone who says we're highly committed to the church. I know they've been a believer for, for many, many years. They say they love the church and they're here and they serve and they volunteer and they don't give a dime. And it used to really just rub me raw. And then I had this revelation. It is according to their spiritual growth and their spiritual maturity. And although they might be numerically old, they have not matured in their faith. And so it's not about being frustrated or mad because people don't give. Here's, here's the, the antidote. If we grow and mature people in Christ and we grow them in their love walk with God, then they will be willing to be generous and they'll capture the heart of God. And so once I realized that, it helped me understand the various kinds of givers that we have in our church. We all love what I would call the anchor givers and their giving is reflective to their commitment to God and his church where they give 10% and many times well beyond that. They are the core givers, the anchor givers. They're going to give when it's a snow day. They're going to make sure that they give when they're on vacation. They're going to be the backbone of your financial support. And those are, those, that's a prime time group that you need to show love, value, and appreciation for their contributions. The next group are what I would call baby givers. They feel compelled to give and do so on a small level. They're just baby and like in their faith and they're growing and they hear the invitation to partner with us to give and to sow and invest in the mission and the vision of the church. And so they're starting to give maybe $20 or $50 weekly. And it's not their tithe, but they're sowing. I choose to teach from 2 Corinthians chapter 9 on giving. I don't beat people up over the head about tithing. I say start with 2%, start with 5%, start where you can. And uh, uh, just encourage them to go there. But as well, we do offer the 90-day money-back guarantee tithing challenge. That if your life is not better after 90 days, you're more blessed by tithing 10% to our church. They fill out a form and we can email that to you. Just email me and request it. We'll send it back to you. Um, that we will refund their money 100%. We just shared a beautiful testimony of a young couple, newly married couple that last January signed the tithing challenge, made the commitment, and it is stunning what God has done in their life in the past 11 months. And so then you've got your 
uh, project givers. These are people that like to see where their money goes. They're not going to give into the general ties and and, and general fund of the church, they're going to be specific and they want to sow into the youth ministry, the children's ministry, the missions, uh, missions projects, um, outreach, community outreach, or maybe it's a, a, a we, so we're always throwing out, here's a missions project, here's a community outreach project, because we just want to get people giving and getting in that spirit of giving, and we believe that they will capture the heart of it. And so, example, we threw out uh, about two years ago, our youth ministry wanted to do a makeover of their auditorium, and we just put it out there. It's about a $70,000 um, uh, uh budget to do all the lighting. Most of it was electronic kind of equipment. And uh, lo and behold, we had a man who does not attend our church, but whose daughter attends youth group. And he underwrote about two thirds of that budget just because he had seen the change in his daughter's life. We were doing a makeover in our preschool and one of our young families who had a child in there underwrote probably about 50% of that makeover. They give, and, and I don't recall that they've given in other areas or gave regularly, but when they saw a project that their heart could get behind or that they were passionate about, they sowed and invested into it. And so right now, one of our campaigns is we have created Hugs the Bear that we are going to put in every police car, fire, and sheriff's vehicle eventually. We're not gonna do it all at once. But it will be a bear that says Hugs the Bear on it. We're able to purchase them, printed in $5. Um, and so we're asking everyone, will you fund a bear for our 2021 campaign outreach to our community? And the idea is that that officer gives that gift to a child that has been in an accident, is in a difficult situation. Maybe the police have had to show up to the home because of a, a public disturbance or, or something was going on. Now it makes the fireman, the sheriff, the policeman a hero by giving them a gift. And here's the cool thing. We have as a church We've prayed over that gift. We've laid hands on those bears, and we believe that they're bringing peace, comfort, joy, and healing to any sick child, child that's been in a car accident, that it's going to bring God's healing and blessing to them as they hold it and they hug it. So praise God. And then our last group is what I would call tipper givers. They tend to throw out a tip that if the service was good, if they were ministered to, uh, they don't give regularly or frequently, but they periodically, if they are touched or impacted, they'll drop in a 10, a 20, a 100, a 500, whatever it might be. Now, I want to share with you several specific ways that we can show and demonstrate appreciation to our people. The, the first way is just through uh, general recognition. We don't ever do the thing of, hey, we'd like to thank Brother, Brother Bob um, who pledged, you know, X thousands of dollars towards our building fund and over here. No, because that, that gets all political and people get caught up. And Jesus said, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. But we like to give public praise from the platform, the way people have given. This year, we are commending our church that we're 5% above last year's giving, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic and going through the difficult season of doing church. We're going we're gonna to bring honor and make our members the hero on social media, sharing uh, um, um, 
community projects that they have latched onto and made possible as the team work together. I'm going to mention and accommodate people in our church emails, in our church updates, and thanking them for their generosity to various projects or causes. And it's important that we celebrate success because people want to be a part of a winning team, not a losing team. And so I'll always turn it. If we're, we're trying to raise funds for 5,000 bears, if we, have, if we only have 1,000 bears paid for, I'm like, man, we are so close. Look what we have done. We've already raised money for 1,000 bears, only 4,000 more to go. Make it positive. So what does this personal touch and donor appreciation look like? Let me go through some specifics with you. Number one, it's one of my favorites. It's a time-consuming thing, but it is valuable in our fast-paced culture, and that is handwritten notes of love and appreciation to givers. Every Wednesday, our finance department brings me a stack of cards that are already addressed to the couple, to the family. They'll put a sticky note on there. And they, it will be things like um, gives, gives faithfully and regularly um, on the 1st and 15th of the month. Not so much the amount, but just their, their continuity of their giving. Um, I'll get a note, a sticky note that says, you know, gave $5,000 towards the Hugs the Bear outreach. And I'm going to write a specific note to them thanking them for their giving. One of my other favorite ones that the accounting department does for me is they'll send me a card for me to write when someone donates or contributes to Rock Family Church for the first time. Thank you so much for partnering with us and joining the cause and reaching our city with the good news of Jesus Christ. It's a privilege to have you part of our giving community here at Rock Family Church. It's a personal note, handwritten, signed by me. One of my favorites is the accounting gave to me and they had noticed, been tracking because they'd entered a, a new young man as a giving contributor, and he, something in our children's ministry, had prompted him to start giving regularly. And so they had caught that for about four or five weeks, he'd been giving $2, and then $5, and then $2, and then $4, and that he was tithing. And so the senior pastor of Rock Family Church wrote that young man a personal handwritten note thanking him for his generosity. Uh, it's one of my favorites. I've timed it out, gang. It takes me a minute and 20 seconds to write a note card, and I've got multiple things I write and I share, but it's worth me taking that 10 to 15 minutes every week to send those cards out of appreciation. Number two is to send an email response. This can be somewhat quicker to the same kinds or types of people or to the general population. And this is uh, just another format of saying thank you and we appreciate you. And then something that is still goes back to old school is the personal touch of a phone call. We're so used to texting, we're so used to electronic transfer of words that the personal verbal words heard, hey, I wanted to call you. You guys really bless me the way that you gave and the way that you sow and invest into our church. And I just wanted to personally call and thank you for it. And then something else that we do 
is we didn't do it this year with COVID-19, but for years we have hosted our annual team appreciation dinner. And this is where we honor as a staff, as a paid staff, we honor and recognize all of the volunteers, all of those that give and serve and bless and minister and give of their times, talents, and treasures. And then number five, um, Kim and I will take out to dinner some of, of what I would call our anchor contributors. It might be, hey, we shoot them a text and say, hey, we'd love to take you to lunch Sunday after church. Hey, we'd love to uh, take you out for Mexican, one of my favorites, this Friday night, uh, any night of the week that works with our two schedules. And it's just to take them out and we sit there across the table and, and get to know them and allow them to get to know us. And then we're giving them thanks and appreciation for their generosity and helping us as a church. And then another aspect is that we will be doing here at the end of, of our 2020 calendar year is I will be shooting a thank you video that we will attach to an email that will go out to every single person that contributed to Rock Family Church in 2020 will receive a video verbal thank you for their generosity. And then a new form that we've been developing here in the last uh, 12 months is text appreciation. And here's what inspired it. It was probably last January, February, I gave uh, donated blood and didn't think anything of it, left my information, donated blood. And about two weeks after I donated the blood, all of a sudden a text pops up. Dear, dear Dean, just wanted to let you know that your blood is being transferred to name the hospital in town for a patient that is in need. Thank you for making a difference in that patient's life. We appreciate your donation of your blood. I was like, wow, my, watch this, my gift made a difference in someone else's life. That's one of the greatest things we can do in honoring and recognizing our donors and contributors is helping them see beyond pouring money into the general fund and showing and telling the story of how um, um, a young woman came to service this last Sunday, gave and surrendered her life to Jesus Christ. She's a brand new mother whose husband has just left her, but she uh, gave her life to Jesus. And because of your gift, because of your donation, we're able to continue to reach people like that and make a difference. And so here's what we did with the text appreciation. Probably about every six to eight weeks, we tried it monthly and it was a little bit too much. Uh, probably about every six to eight weeks on that particular week, we will blast a text out to everyone who gave within that seven days. Hey, just wanted to thank you for your generosity this week and investing in the mission and the vision of Rock Family Church. Then we will also, <coughs> excuse me, we will also send out a text that, that maybe, I, I know here in the COVID-19 uh, situation, we wanted, we needed to upgrade two of our cameras, our video cameras for our live stream. And, and so I forget the cost. I'm going to say it was, I think it was $16,000. And so what we did in that week of donation is we tallied, rallied the people that their contributions would equal the $16,000 that we were able to go and purchase the cameras. And then we sent a text to them and said, hey, 
This week, your gift made a difference. Our cameras were, were ailing and failing, and we needed to upgrade to new ones because of our high volume of live stream. And because of your gift of X amount of dollars, you helped us purchase two new cameras. So being specific on how they're helping. And then uh, one of the other things that we do that will be happening here in the last 10 days of the year is we are going to highlight uh, all of our annual contributors by a congratulatory email. And we're going to categorize them by thank you for being a part of the top 200 givers of Rock Family Church. Thank you for being a part of the top 100 givers of Rock Family Church. And we're going to go 200, 100, 50, and our top 25. And here's what we're going to do. For us, to give you just a little breakdown, our two top 200 givers um, between 100 and 200, they're not all, if I'm a top 25 giver, I'm not going to get all of those emails. I'm just going to get you're in the top 25. But if we go back to the bottom, so from uh, number 200 down to uh, number 101, those people are going to get uh, a, a thank you for being in the top 200. Then our top 100 are going to get an email. And then our top 50. Our top 50 contributors, what I show here, uh, give between ten dollars and $14,000 a year. Our top 100 givers give between six dollars and $10,000 a year. Our top 200 givers give between three dollars and $6,000 a year. And our top 25 givers um, give between... give. Uh, $14,000 and way beyond that number. And so we're just going to esteem them. I started this last year, last December, and people were so blown away because they were identified as a winner. I'm a top 200 giver. I'm one of the top 100 givers in the church. I had a man come up to me last year and he goes, Pastor, I just want to know. He goes, I know what I gave. How much would it cost me to get into the top 50 givers? Where is that line at? And I said, well, it adjusts with what people give. He said, no, I want to know before the end of the year. I want to make the top 50 givers by the end of this year. And lo and behold, I gave him the bar. I gave him the line and he came through. There was an ego thing of, I want to be a part of that group. And he wanted to be in it. And then something that we do is to our top core givers, our top 50 givers, is we send out to them a, a gift to them. It's not expensive. Um, this year, I think it's about $35 that we are going to send a gourmet gift basket, gift box. It's one of those Christmas things. We're just doing it through Amazon, but we're able to put a personal note from Kim and I, and we're able to lock and load that in there. So that's how you can appreciate your givers. Jump in on some of these or all of these. Let me know if you have any great ideas that you're doing. I'd love to hear your ideas as well. Email me, dean at rockfamilychurch.com. Hey, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to each of you. Let's all pray and agree together that 2021 will outshine, outdo, and outlive and last what we've experienced in 2020. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at deanhawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.